Hello and welcome to Story Mode, a video game podcast. I'm Simon Evans and today I'm joined by Keelan Simpson and Jesse Munro, plus two very lovely guests, Kyron from the Dialogue Options podcast and Clarky from the Jock Reynolds podcast, as we talk about the latest in Final Fantasy news. Make sure you follow us on social media at StoryMade AUS and be sure to enjoy the show. I would get Ribena tattooed across my chest if I could. I've been the biggest proponent of Ribena. Sorry, you poor okay? Ribena. So <laughs> um, that Ribena. Induced, yeah, yeah. Going straight to his head. I don't want to hear any of this anti-Ribena propaganda. No one. <laughs> Swear to God, son. Swear to God. You would your <laughs> sensibilities. All right. The fact that Jesse hates Ribena is... I know, right? Like, honestly. <laughs> he must be, uh, what is it, appetizer, man? This is exactly <laughs> why that fight broke out at the French restaurant, okay? We would have lost the premiership. <laughs> we lost the premiership if you would have played as well. <laughs> we would have won the premiership if you didn't drink so much Ribena. Yeah. Milk <laughs> covered in purple. And then red. He just looks like, um, is it Veruca Salt <laughs> who eats the the <laughs> gum from Willy Wonka? No, it's the other one. It's stupid gum chewing motherfucker. Oh, Mike TV? No, the other one. Oh. Jesse. Oh, it was Jesse. That's that was it. Oh, got him. <laughs> got him. Mike TV from, um. Mr. Fantastic Wonderful Candy Factory, or whatever the film's called. His original name in the book was Herpes Trout. Yes. That's not a lie. Herpes Trout. Why? The worst trout you can eat. Why? Mm. Why anything? Why any name? You know what I mean? But that's just what they chose. Probably because, I don't know. Herpes Trout, bro. I fucking. Why would I know? That was a Royal Doll book, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that guy was cooked. So he had the book about. Um, stealing celebrity semen. Yeah, I assume yeah. that it's not. It's not really have like secret coded anti-Semitic like messages in them. Some of so. them do. Yeah, yeah. Well, like in one book, snozberries is a term to talk about testicles, and then in Willy Wonka, that kid's just huffing down that wall paint, and he's like, "Oh, the snozberries taste like snozberries." He's saying this ball tastes like dick, and I'm having a lick. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was the original that was the original tagline for the film. <laughs> Will he walk in the It's like dick. I'm having a lick. I don't know if we watched the same Willy Wonka movie. Jesse it's all that Ribena. Where, where did you to watch Jesse's this Willy Wonka movie? <laughs> well, like the grandpa and all of his fucking dusty old shit relatives in that big bed for 12 and he's like oh grandpa i want a ticket to go lick fucking dick walls and grandpa's up and about hey the dick walls were top secret <laughs> if you recall <laughs> the film but there was a secret curse if you lick that wall too much become oompa loompa oh jeez <laughs> if you get infected with herpes trout roald Dahl did also write that book about the gi- gigantic uh, peach you know yes. that's yeah. So yeah. dude had yeah. cheeks mm. on the mind he did mm. Wait, give me a second. I need to put a tweet out because people are missing out this gold. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have to do that whole bit again. Nothing like tanking our credibility before the podcast. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. What? That's how we do it. <laughs> Wait, you guys brought credibility? No one told me that. No, everybody. That's, what, <laughs> that's what I tell Tamo every you week. You guys are here. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we dragged you along. Yeah, every I'm, week you start at zero and then the it goes up or down. <laughs> I don't know what to tell we're you. We're jumping off a cliff. We pushed you underneath. Up. I can't help you. Um, <laughs> Oh no! We are live. 
and talking about Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> that'll get the that'll get yeah, tickets come here to the just door. for the Willy Wonka talk. No Final Fantasy tonight, just Willy. You Wonka. come yeah. here for the Willy Wonka talk. You stay for the Final Fantasy talk, and you leave because of the additional Willy Wonka talk. That's what the Final Fantasy um, the third part third part of seven to be called. That entire that entire thing. Tastes like dick. I'm having it's, a lick. Fuck. I have to have re at the start of it though. So like. Like, relic, I guess. Final Fantasy really? VII. <laughs> really like Willy Wonka's <laughs> bull wool. Dick wall. Final Fantasy VII, Mr. Wall. Fantastic's Chocolate Factory or whatever. The bull wall. <laughs> TV, 4th, Unhinged. This is unhinged. It's a good energy. This yeah. is the energy what happens. This is what happens when I'm in the dark. The Ribena. I turn the light on. That's what the darkness does to me. I turn light on and I'm like... Man, you sound like a Final Fantasy fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me, t- let me tell you something. I'm not. <laughs> I've played, I've played uh, some of the seven demo. Played most of it. And I was... I liked it, actually. This is- I, I, I want to play seven. Do it, then. It's too much of it. No, Just do it. Know, it's too much of something. And you know you don't have to like have it, like, have it at all. Um... But it scares you away from it. No. It's like, I'm, I'm never going to start Naruto. It's too much of it. Too much. Can't just wait until you hear okay. about fucking One Piece, yeah, mate. Just- <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I'm never going to touch it, am I? I'm, how many stories about a fucking pirate can you make? No, that's be fine surprised. because they, yeah, yeah, they made a lot of them, but they combine them all into movies so they're easily digestible. So you don't actually have to watch a thousand episodes. Don't see, to me. The, the, the fact that there is a thousand episodes behind it scare me away. I can't do it. Final Fantasy is too many games. It's not like the Gareth is running Shonen. I know they're not connected, but there's a whole none of them are connected. The whole community. I'm sure. I'm hoping Final. It would be good if Final Fantasy Seven Part One and Part Two aren't connected. Oh no, that's good. <laughs> I can't wait. Final Just Final completely different characters. Like, oh wow, okay. Jesse Final Fantasy Seven Part I, Two. I relate because Thank I was you. I was looking at some of this lore, the story stuff that they they started talking about, and I immediately just fell asleep. It was so difficult to, like, get through. And you got to do, like, a new, like, lore and universe and background for every game. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about, Keelan. There's not a lot to understand. They inject the people with cells of Genova to prove the yeah. reunion theory, so they all go to the Genova. And then Sephiroth overtakes the will of the people, so they all go to the northern crater where his body's kept. How hard is it to keep up with that? And then Why he summons me to that was before the compilation. Why can't they make it just like simple? Like, oh, we we're gonna go to the moon. Great, that's that, it. They, no, they did that. That was Final like, Fantasy like, you know, all the, all That's what I'm saying. <laughs> why does it, why did they go back to that? Because they're done already. No, we've yeah. been to the moon. No, I mean, not again. Uh, well, they did do it again. They they did it that's again true. for Final Fantasy 14. That's right. Like, <laughs> Walker. <laughs> Where the uh, moon wasn't really like a natural moon; it was a prison for an ancient god that had that been like split across multiple album. dimensions, and there okay. were weird little rabbit people living on it. And it was secretly I, a spaceship too. I still hate that, but that's pretty I badass. It. It's like, so funny. Yeah. That. Isn't that the plot <laughs> to? It. Isn't so that the plot good. to Vaxus from Coheed and Cambria? <laughs> Something better. <laughs> pretty sure that's what Claudio has been working on. <laughs> Oh, don't, 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 can we not talk about bands doing songs about things, okay? <laughs> Which is the very way we okay. can wait for you to put okay. that together. Because <laughs> right. goddamn North Lane, great band, 
but they did they wrote a song about cypher from the matrix and they released it this year that's fucking crazy so your noise get jesse cut off the what like the first part of the word cypher and it made it sound like cypher and I'm like, they, they did a new song? Yes! <laughs> Go listen to this. About one of the coolest bug type Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Right. The coolest bug yeah, type Pokemon. Yeah, the only cool Oh, hang on. Whoa, Beedrill. Oh, oh. Beedrill could suck my... <laughs> you can suck his Be drills. Careful. Be careful. I will! His beak tastes like dick and I'm having a little... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the with you guys? Oh... No, you can't do that. Well, Use oh, this that's, mess. Why they, that's why I call it. Do you think B drill makes one go clockwise and the other go counterclockwise? So he has to like doesn't have to re- switch them when he has to unscrew stuff. I'm assuming you got a drill. You know, you got to use it. Well, it was one a yeah. Phillips head and one a flathead. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Makes sense, right? Does he have attachments like a Ryobi? Did I he have a battery? Thing. Is it magnetic? That's it. If it's not magnetic, then it's kind of shit. Well, that, that's Jesus. how they get you, because you have to get the Beedrill, and then you have to get the Magnemite. Yeah. Oh, bastards. Shut up that's the how they get you. They need a green the Magnemite. Magnemite that's a Ryobi Magnemite. <laughs> it's that teal green, and you can only buy it at Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> Bunnings exclusive. Good niche content for those oh, Bunnings dear. Pokemon fans. I, I'm, I'm running with this idea. I'm just thinking you can buy extra Magnemite. What's the bigger one with the three of them in the Magneton? one thing? Magneton. 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 Like, yeah. you got to buy a Magnemite and charge it up and swap it out and shit with, like, your Ryobi tools. <laughs> well, it would be the um, the Pokemon world equivalent of Elon Musk just coming over to your house and shoving the magnets into your wall like the battery. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be like Elon Musk, like, like a Tesla, because it does have self-destruct. Hey, yeah, it is. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Enemy of the show. Enemy of the state. A- enemy of the world. Of the world. He just comes around. He's got like a like an animal cage and it's just filled with like an electrode and a magnemite. Just shakes it up and leaves it on your doorstep. See what <laughs> happens. Are you getting the wrong magneton though? Like you get the something. Apple magneton that has a different USB connection so you can't charge it. Yeah, it's it. lightning. <laughs> it's lightning. It's terrible. Oh, dear. God damn. <laughs> what else so can be weird. said? What else can be said but oh, dear. <laughs> Friend of the I show, say a USB-C. lot of things about a lot of topics. Uh, we can go back to Willy Wonka. I, I wasn't quite done there, to be fair. Because all those kids died. I'm not stopping you. For no reason. The kids did nothing wrong. I'm sorry, but you fucking give these dumb shit, dirt poor kids. Okay, some of them are rich, some of them had car yards. But you give them access to your candy store, okay? Literal kids in a candy store, they're excited. And you're like, hey, welcome to this room. You can eat everything. Everything's edible. It's delicious. This is heaven. Oh wait, fat kid ate something. Go into a pipe and die. Okay, he that was wasn't punished. that wasn't the series of events. Yeah, no. no. Doesn't he fall in the? He's like yeah. he's like he's he this room of candy. Do everything, but don't drink from the river of chocolate. And why fat have kid, the river oh, there? I can't put my I can't put my head in the chocolate and then get sucked he's in the pipe. Ten. He he's ten, and you know what? He's he's, he's going to be ten forever. Okay, because he did not make it out of that pipe, Four. okay? He Duh. fell in, to oh, be fair. Died. That was his fault. I feel like fall. Willy Wonka is justified. The, ri- the river churns the chocolate you, better never... than... You don't churn your chocolate by waterfall? No, I don't have a waterfall. Absolute pleb. Yeah. No, I just thought it was... straight into, into a bit more of a, a stagnant pond. Oh, that explains why chocolate tastes so bad. It's more of a swamp. <laughs> 
Wait, so you could eat everything in the ha- in that in the room, except the for the pipes, hills. What, what, you know, exactly. Why couldn't you drink from the river? What was so important about that? Because it poisons because the it's chocolate. It's contamination. Yeah, yeah. Use that to make the chocolate bars that he sends out to the world. So put it in a fucking different room, Wonka. <laughs> uh, what are you? Wh- what why? are you talking about? This is this is his creative oh process. Are you gonna? Are you really gonna interject this in this man's creative process? That is Willy Wonka, <laughs> dude. That's like telling Yoshi P not to make an absolutely fucked up story. Come on, dude. Right? <laughs> that's like telling well, Sokin to not create the greatest soundtrack of all time. Like, mate, the fuck. God. <laughs> Simon is further further up the team of Final, behind Final Fantasy than a German kid up a chocolate pipe. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm know. pretty sure oh, all the I kids was... survive, don't they? Yes, they all do. They they all what survive they canonically. Do. What do you mean they say they do? But they're yeah. changed they changed canonically. <laughs> Come on. One kid it's went in like, and you know, different if you, kids if you came die out. at Disneyland, how they'll like drag your corpse outside of the radius and be like, oh no, he fell. It's like that. A lot of dodgy shit happens at that chocolate factory. My TV, I guarantee you, they did not. They did not rebiggen him. He shrunk, and they kept him shrunk. Didn't, Didn't they, they do- stretch him out? Yeah, they stretched him out. Then he was they lanky him out. and weird, like uh, like taffy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I turned. To, you know what? After I saw that abuse, I turned it off. Okay, I don't <laughs> know. Jesse's that. realizing that he's doubled down on a topic that other people know more about. Yeah. Right, I'm going to say, yeah, uh, welcome to Story Mode of Game Podcast, where I double down topics I know little about. See, <laughs> I have this power of being louder, <laughs> and it works in my favor sometimes. And being the one that we all love the most. Hey, oh. cop that. You, all you oh, fucking you're fucking yeah. buttering him up Rapper real good there. Yeah, you got to get points with the moderator. Nah. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't Reddit, nor is it Discord. Well, this is Discord, but give me gold. you know what I mean. <laughs> we are it is contained inside Discord. Yeah, hey, you're trapped on my screen. <laughs> I'm like Willy Wonka. I've trapped you all. You little Mike TV, you little herpes trout. <laughs> Swim, you little trout. Okay, right. I want to. I want to talk very briefly about one of the weirdest, I guess, things I've seen recently, and it's um, people talking about if a word didn't have the connotation and the meaning that it does, what would make for quite a nice name? And one of the most popular things I see people say is chlamydia. If chlamydia wasn't chlamydia, it would be a nice name. And I'm like, kind of get where you're going with this. Herpes, on the other hand, sounds like shit either way. Like herpes. Can we just (laughs) cut the audio of Simon really loud and go, herpes? (laughs) I have no Um, words. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) I'm speechless. That's... Well, yeah, not- I, I guess. There's plenty of words out there that are less offensive if they don't have an offensive meaning attached hey guys, to them. Guys, I got an idea for a podcast. Let's rate words. Okay, somebody get the dictionary out. <laughs> oh, God. It's like aardvark, two A's, pretty good. V, oh, pretty good. Nah, Scrabble, V brings it down. V's hmm? are superfluous. <laughs> <laughs> Especially an Ardva. It's just obnoxious. Whoa. You got two oh, like double, takes, double A's, a K, and a V. Get over yourself, Ardvarks. <laughs> a zebra, on the other hand, you're pushing it, but can, we'll let can you slide. I? Can I? Sorry. Clarky, you, you've actually found a way to shut me up. <laughs> you've stunned me. <laughs> Clarky has achieved the impossible. Whew. Welcome to Story Mode Gaming, where this is now my podcast. <laughs> 
he's taken no. over. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're all trapped inside Clarky's screen. I yeah, guess. this is more Clark- of like a, a sea monkeys kind of deal, though. Clarky's okay. already done better than me because he, he introduced the podcast. <laughs> so they're doing a lot better than I do. Actually, I think Damo introduces our podcast. <laughs> no. Fair point. I'm too chaotic. <laughs> Killing you going to say something just before? Oh, no. I just wanted to say, like, is aardvark the first word in a dictionary? Because it is almost every single time the first word that someone says when they say something like, we should go through from A in the dictionary. Hmm. Yes. It's the is double it? A's. I don't think it would double be. Double A's. Double A I, supremacy. I don't think it would be. Unless, like, the first word's like, ah. I don't have a dictionary like, on hand, so I can't check. <laughs> There's yeah. no way to find this information now, and I don't want to. This is in high school. <laughs> no one owns dictionaries anymore. That's Google words. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It'll tell me. It'll it'll figure it out for me. Oh, don't yeah. get me started on mammal, by the way. Three M's. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I kind I'm kind of with you with that one. Yeah, too far, too far. Too like far. call it like a like a mammal with like two N's, a mammal because it's like a, a man, mammal, mammal. No word should have more than two of the same letter. Okay. Prove him wrong. Makes sense. <laughs> hey, look, it's coming from and me, then- Jesse. I'm maxing out. Yes, okay. I'm living on the edge. Successful. It's cutting it pretty close, but it slides. Like, mm. Rarely the word... <laughs> the word successful is rarely used that close in conjunction with my name. No, um, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about two myself. Two the same here. letter. <laughs> Mississippi, fuck off. Get rid of it. Call it like Tom's place. Tom's town. <laughs> Tom's place. Tom's town. <laughs> Less letters. I'm just like, my my brain's just imploded from realizing that Jesse is a three letter name. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I guess. It is. <laughs> my week keeps getting worse and worse. Meaning letters remove my name now. disappearing, guys. But. Speaking of up hearing, guess who is up hearing on our podcast? Simon Keel, that was for you guys because you guys are on the show. But more importantly, scrap you guys. We have two very, very special guests, two beautiful gentlemen of the space, whatever that space may be. We have Kyron from the Dialogue Options podcast and Clarky from the Jock Reynolds Supercarch podcast. How are you doing, lads? I I think I'm, I'm, my mind is broken currently. I'm going to need some time to sort of <laughs> recover from the last. 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm bringing in the Ribena energy, boys. I'm bringing in Ribena energy. I'll argue about words. I'll argue about Willy Wonka. Man who hates Ribena exclusively drinks Ribena. <laughs> yeah. Good, guys. Why, I like the, I like the pain, <laughs> says Essendon supporter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's not talk about football. I'm, I'm, I'm with you pain. on that one. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not here to talk about football. Physically. What am I here to talk about, moderator? I don't know. We'll get to that in a moment. But you do sometimes talk about football because you are from the from the uh, the absolutely excellent Jock Rabbit podcast. So if you are keen on AFL or Supercoach or just hearing some lovely boys have a bit of chatter back and forth, make sure you go check them out. And of course, while you're doing that, go check out Dialog Options. We've had you guys both on the podcast a fair few times and beloved friends of the show. But I'm going to now extend the conversation to... These two chuckle fucks over here, Keelan and Simon. How you go? How is everyone doing? Oh man, yeah, I'm good. Couldn't be better. I'm good. 
Yeah, this is why we bring guests on. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a very yeah, similar no, boat here. No, where like all part, right. part of my brain is like going, th- words are so weird. Words because our, our, I mean, yes, but like also, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, can, can, everything's can made up. So for anyone li- listening to the podcast, uh, in the pre-show, Simon discovered words <laughs> and he's... It fucked him up. Uh, Clark, you also, also started counting letters. Did you yeah, wait till he figures out that he's saying words? I'm, count- I'm counting at a third grade level, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Jesse, please, please. Yes. We have been through something traumatic over the past 30 minutes or so. Okay, we. I'm struggling <laughs> to accept that that's what's happened, the conversation that we've been through. Uh, the Willy Wonka we conversation are, specifically. Oh God. So. Now it's in the we main are, podcast. Yeah. A group of children who drunk the forbidden soda and we are slowly floating up towards <laughs> a fan with no grill grate above it. Okay. And we're burping, oh. boys. We're burping. Oh. We're going to try and get out of here. We have topics to cover. Mm. We have a big, big range of topics to cover. Fuck, Simon, I told you we shouldn't have stole that fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> Why would they put it next to the fans? So Why was it Ribena flavoured? <laughs> There should be a like Willy Wonka tycoon game where you make a candy factory, rollercoaster tycoon style. But like you get extra points if you can make it slightly dangerous. You get extra so, points. Anyone here played for- um uh, Death Coming on the Switch? Yes. No, no, I haven't actually. Death Coming, no. fantastic game. Uh, little, you basically you play Death's Apprentice, and you have to set stuff off in the world to kill people in creative ways and uh, yeah, things together yeah. and stuff. Yep. It's fantastic. One of my favorite Switch games I've played. But that sort of vibe, that comedic death <laughs> vibe. So funny. Um, mixed with the, the tycoon antics. Uh, I feel I, like I, when I'm your playing. elevator pitch involves child murder. <laughs> yeah. The elevator pitch for the... <laughs> it's a tough sell. <laughs> but once the concept's out, once we're in development, guys, that's Rolled when... Out, it. Yeah. Once we're in development, they dead, can't. So, <laughs> I think I've got one up <laughs> on him. Just saying. I actually did have a. I had a big last few days, guys. I, I I finished building my PC. I've cleaned my desk. Okay, I've screwed in my my PS4 is now attached attached to my desk, never to escape unless you slide it out of a little slot thing. Cable management, the whole thing. I've sat down and then I've realised I don't like PC gaming. I've really wasted my last few days. <laughs> but, but my case looks really pretty. You're prepared, though, in case it changes. You know, maybe you wake up. It won't and, change. Uh, no, I, I, I feel you. I'm right there. I don't like PC gaming either. Off everyone here, Keel, I've known Keelan the longest. I've known Keelan like 12, 13, 15 years. I've known him a long time. And he was one of the people who was always like, you know, you like games. You should play more PC games. I, I never had a PC. I didn't get a PC for the first time like five years ago. Push me, push me, push me. Finally caved in, realized that it's a complete money vacuum. I've lost all my coins. Okay. I still don't like it. Like gaming as a whole, then. Same deal. Mm. <laughs> Fair yeah, I mean, Actually, was- I realized the moment I got a PC and stuff and like had the ability to PC gaming, Kim was like, ah, I'll play some PlayStation. <laughs> no, it's not even that, Jesse. You son of a bitch. Here's, here's the reality. That people like me who, you know, spend all day tinkering with their PC and stuff, you get it up and running, you're like, oh my God, 144 frames per second. This is beautiful. Took me three hours to get here. All my spare time's gone. I'm done with gaming for today. That's it. (laughs) Spend more time tinkering than I do actually playing games. 
It's more interesting than playing most games, to be honest with you. I can't see properly. So frames and resolutions mean nothing to me. Real life doesn't even run at 60 frames for, for me, okay? Real life looks like control on PS4 sometimes. Oh, no. I'm struggling. My eyes are watering and shit. I'm enjoying the ride. That, that okay? Look, if you are seeing yeah, at less than like... <laughs> Like 60 frames per second. That's not an eye problem, dude. You need to get to the emergency room right well, now. Maybe I should stop drinking so much Ribena. No, well, no, right, Ribena actually increases mm, the frames you right, can, we can see. Probably, we can That's probably right, all fix this together. Jesse, can you just adjust your brightness until the symbol appears? <laughs> Man, I feel so... Whenever I go to the optometrist and they do the whole thing, of like, oh, can you see this? I feel real bad when I can't get them. And they keep, uh, like, showing me something. I'm like... Dude, I already said it looks like a H. <laughs> like, it's not changing. It's just a blur, I'm guessing. I want to please you. <laughs> I want you to be proud of me. <laughs> you want to disappoint them? <sighs> I can't think Weirdly, every time you say that you can't see it, they're like, the cha-ching happens in the back of their brain because they're like, oh, that's oh, another yeah. plus two five to his magnification. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> extra lenses. And then, of course, oh. you've got to get those bad boys thinned down unless you want... Bottle glasses. Eventually, they'll just give you goggles. Like I have, because these can't be thinned down. <laughs> but enough about my lack of vision. Let's talk about some games I know shit all about. Guys, there's been a lot of Final Fantasy news dropping over the last Ooh. few weeks in particular. Uh, Kyron, Clarky, Simon, and to a slightly lesser extent, Keelan, you are three major Final Fantasy fans. So we thought, let's just, let's just churn and burn through this news. No, we've got three big topics we want to go through. Um, starting off, Clarky. I know you're excited for this one. A certain game called Crisis Core is being remade. Um, it was announced as part of the big Final Fantasy showcase we had towards the end of... About, about, two weeks ago. About two, yeah. two weeks ago or so. What's Crisis <laughs> Core? Who is Soldier? Why doesn't he have a name? Uh, it's it's Crisis Core is a great one because it's one of those ones where it's a bit weird as a standalone game so it's part of like the mm. bigger compilation of Final Fantasy 7 that covers off I don't know I, I mean, we can probably go into this assuming spoilers right are we are we that spoiler away these games have been out for a thousand years yeah I know years. but with with 7 remake and things coming out um, it's hard to dance around it basically covers off a character that is sorry dear listeners if you've clicked onto a Final <laughs> Fantasy themed podcast <laughs> and you haven't played Final Fantasy you're done fucked up appreciate the listen well, though yeah it covers off a, a character that is mentioned in the main plotline of 7 and then goes through what his backstory is and you play as his name is Zack uh, he's got a cool Sonic X voice <laughs> like the he voice does. acting is oh terrible so bad it's good levels so cringe it's but it covers off a lot of stuff that happens before Final Fantasy VII and leads directly into the start of the Final Fantasy VII original uh, and obviously to an extent remake. Um, it's going to be good. It's I'm excited for this one, but it's it's got a lot of weird mechanics. It's a very <laughs> janky, and I know Simon Kyron, you guys can probably back me up on this one. It's a bit of a janky kind of game. It is a PSP yeah, game, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was certainly a PSP. Hey, I looked this game up like the original PSP version, and it looked incredible for like a PSP oh, game. Oh, yeah. oh amazing! Yeah, yeah, no, entirely. Wow, entirely. It's awesome. 
Yeah, but, but then I turned it off because of that voice acting. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, the voices are updated for this one, aren't they? I'm pretty sure. I think so, yeah. I think we're getting the remake like Zack and remake Eref and all that, so. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we're getting the new um, new voice acting cast. Even but hearing I'm it in the trailer. I'm curious though. as to how this is going to fit in. It, it'll be. <laughs> well, you're saying sorry, it leads into Final Fantasy VII original. Yeah, original. The original. <laughs> the original. We have the to re- emphasize that. Remake. Oh my God, there's so many of these fucking games. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake. It has tweaks. Like it is different from the original. Well, yes. Is the starting point different? So they it kind of makes sense. They they had to remake Crisis Core to make the the long and short up. of it is kind mm. of that Seven remake is it it did what we all like what probably some people who were looking into it a lot more extensively were kind of expecting where they were like oh it's remake and then you get to the end of Seven and it's like oh but it's not going to be exactly the same game story wise. So when we say it leads into original, the Crisis Core story itself covers off Zack's storyline before Cloud, and then Cloud and Zack kind of cross paths uh, at some point, which has future story implications in Seven. So it covers off the the Wu Tai yeah. Wars as well, which is something that's mentioned extensively in the world. Uh, it's even got young young Yuffie, I think, makes an appearance at some point. Oh, yeah, it like does have young it's like the first thing yeah. that you do, and then there's the whole thing about Genesis, who is kind of like Sephiroth, oh. but not Sephiroth. Oh, Gak! Current excitement for the game is slowly going yeah. down. The more had, he remembers, oh, yeah. it's because of Genesis. Genesis is my problem. Genesis is gacked. <laughs> That's right. Genesis is a Japanese pop star, Gat. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, you can look it up later. He's like, fat, yeah, he's Gat. If it's one of those things where yeah. I think you can probably take it on its own and it'll, it's fine. Like, it's a fine game. It's not outstanding or anything like that, but it's there for the lore implications, I think, of the overall extensive Final Fantasy world, I think. There's like so, there's like one cutscene in in the game, but it's nearly worth playing just oh, is for that one. The Genesis cutscene. Sephiroth one, yeah, that's yeah, the one. And on the on the gun, yeah, yeah that's the one. That's in the cutscene. But again, you have to have played seven to really appreciate how cool that is. So would I be right to say? Because I, I did see a lot of people get really really excited for this, um, and it, it was rumored and then basically leaked a few days prior. Um, Thanks but I saw people get really Twitter excited account. for it. Is it more? Is it more that they got excited for? Crisis Core, they got more excited because of its connection to 7 Remake, which everyone's super hyped about. People who played Crisis Core loved Final Fantasy 7, and this is kind of, I think, the same thing. It's like people in the same echo chamber, myself included, going, wow, I freaking love Final Fantasy 7. I want more of that. Please, like, let me play Crisis Core again, because it's almost, it, there's no other version of it apart from the PSP version. You can't. Just trapped yeah, on that it's on trapped on the PSP. It is. So it has not been anywhere else since the PSP died. First of all, nothing's trapped on the PSP. They are privileged enough to be on the PSP, okay? We have PSP respect on this show. No, Lovely. We, do we? <laughs> I, I enjoyed the PSP, okay? I, I see enjoy you little the UND Sony. discs and I refuse to acknowledge you. They're, 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 they're fucking crazy. <laughs> they're stupid as shit. Universal <laughs> media discs for one console only. Mm. Different universe, baby. Like that okay? free. <laughs> big, big, we're in the, like P- we're the PS- energy out of this. Simon, it's a PSP universe. Hey, you, don't don't, don't you talk shit about the GameCube. Hey, I love the GameCube. I love the GameCube. <laughs> oh, shit. This is, not, this is not the console war I expected. <laughs> GameCube versus PSP. GameCube versus PSP. 
Oh, they'll talk about this. This is the Eastern Front. <laughs> I think yeah. The, the biggest um, the biggest difficulty is going to be selling new people. Like I think I probably said this last time we managed to talk about remake or um, if that was even I might have just even been a personal conversation. But it's it's a hard sell to a, someone who knows nothing about Final Fantasy VII to go. Oh yeah, play Crisis Core. Play remake and everything's going to make sense because it kind of isn't it does have a bit of assumed knowledge but you can play crisis core and you know follow the plot it's just a plot the it has a specific mechanic as well that's going to be really interesting to see what they do which is called the dmw and it's basically a roulette wheel uh that gives Uh, you special attacks Like you said that, and I heard the yeah. sound. I heard the voice yeah. clip. <laughs> and so, sorry, so it's like it's like a yeah, the DMW is filled with all of the friends that you've collected along the journey, and they come Aww. out and they give you different assists and attacks and specials. Um, and it was uh, once again, I can't think of any other word that describes it other than it was janky. It was fucking <laughs> insane. It's yeah. Wait, why were they random? Why? Did it just let you? Why couldn't but, you pick? Because it had to be it different, to, it had, Jesse. It had to be different. That's, and that's <laughs> it was different. All the fucking UMD. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say, I mean, yes, the DMW pays off for a very, a very specific moment at the end of the game, which. When you go to the casino, you play some real Rus- <laughs> Russian roulette. Oh yeah. my god! The <laughs> casino is called the Golden Saucer. Thank you yes. very much. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, actually, the casino. Oh my god! Yeah, I there it is. Yeah, the golden but they do the Chocobo Great. races. Come on, come on! Come yeah. on. I love that. God. I love that. Crisis Core is narrative-wise a prequel to Seven, but you need to play Seven in order to understand Crisis Core. Would that be correct? No, no, not quite. You will. You probably appreciate a lot of stuff in Crisis uh, Core, yeah. more, but you can play it without playing. Yeah, you don't. You don't need to play yeah. Seven. It's just it worked out by the time it came out. It's retroactive canon, isn't it? God, and I just, I, I'm so curious about what they're doing. If they're putting Crisis Core out next, like, all right. Yeah, we talk. I have a quick yeah. question that okay. maybe you guys can answer. Like, did people who didn't like Final Fantasy VII or didn't play it like this game? Like, what was, like, general critical reception? I knew, like, three people who first. played this game and now four, <laughs> four and five, including <laughs> Simon and Karen. So, maybe? There yeah. I was, I was in like a, a, a Final Fantasy echo chamber when I played this, yeah. so I only heard the the people who liked it. I find it so That's strange it. then that they, you know, they, they put a lot of effort into redoing the animations and all that kind of stuff. Like this it's, is a full on re. It's remaster. beloved. It's just kind of like how yeah, we were talking it's about a proper remaster, like we were talking about Last of Us One in the last episode, where it's like they're remaking it because they can't. It doesn't have that sort of vibe. It's like, was that- we can do it now. Like, we have enough hype <sighs> off 7. This will sort of, this will add to the experience and the zeitgeist that is the 7 I said this off air. Yes. Where I think what they'll do, and Kyron hated me for this, but what they'll probably do is there is another Final Fantasy VII spin-off game that may may get some love from the team between Part 2 and Part 3. Yeah if they're doing it this way, because it looks like they're kind of just redoing everything compilation-wise to just cash in. And why not? You know what? Well, actually, actually, I could maybe I could maybe hear that now they've got the DMC guy over at, over at Square. Ooh, let's revisit yes. that, that dirge combat and let's get it right this time. <laughs> so wait, tell me more about this, this other spinoff. 
Dangerous Cerberus. It's like a third person shooter yeah, action, packet, like yeah. action RPG. Sort of. It's weird it's as weird. hell. I kind of, I didn't hate it. It's weird. At the time, I loved it, but as I've gotten older, I've gone. Was I? It's was one I of those wrong? games that's bad in <laughs> hindsight when you actually understand. Like, yeah, you know when you when you're playing, like growing up and you're playing a game, you're like, oh, f- I fucking love this game. This is one of like the but three I, games I have. I, again, like Crisis Core, I live for that, for that like CG yeah. cutscene towards the end where they're like riding into the into that battle and like all the heroes are like popping off. I'm like, this is what I'm here for. This FF7 fan service, and that's how they got me. That's how Square always. Yeah, they went me. in that. I'm so compilation. Weak. <laughs> I'm so weak. Compilation just like dominated so much of my life for that period of time. Yeah. Advent. Yeah. I still <laughs> listen to the Advent Children soundtrack because it's a, it's, it's a cl- it's a great it's soundtrack. So well, good. I wild keen to get you three together. <laughs> I'm wondering if because the remaster of uh, Crisis Core. Looks awesome. I'm wondering if they if they touch on Dodge of Cerberus, if they're going to take the opportunity to, I don't know, I guess reassess some of it and be like, mm, okay, let's fix up some of the broader issues with it. It would, and maybe maybe that's a bit hopeful, but it's it's hard know, because it it's they they're calling it a remake, but I don't think they're going to be able to do that much to it if it's coming out this winter crisis core and what part two entered development shortly after part one was released or even before part one was released. So where, where's yeah. this team had time to really work on crisis core to redesign all the stuff that was janky and all the stuff that kind of worked, but didn't. And they're riding high on nostalgia and they'll get my money. Don't worry about it. They'll get, they'll, you'll get my money. <laughs> You know I'm good for it. I'll be there day one. Yeah. Day one on there. <laughs> what what baffles me though is the fact that this is coming to Switch. That's gonna be great. Yes. Like what? How? The Switch should get that should just get the PSP. How can the Switch, <laughs> <That should just laughs> say, how can the Switch handle the power of the PSP? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Switch, but you're aging. <laughs> I mean it was aged when it came out. Let's Man, be imagine honest. the insanity of going UMD to Tiny Cartridge. <laughs> Tiny. You want to? You want Crisis Core? Don't lick Even it, smaller. Don't lick it. Yeah, don't lick it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those little discs you used to get with those Lego barnacles? The Buster One of them. Sword tastes Come like that. real Buster Sword, <laughs> and also my game don't work no more. Oh. <laughs> well, oh. let's move on to the next big announcement of the Final Fantasy Showcase. We've been talking a lot about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Well, Remake has a sequel called Rebirth second part of what will be a trilogy that will wrap up the reimagined oh maybe that's what number three is called um reimagined final fantasy 7 game they've for from pe- for people uh on the outside looking in like myself it kind of seems that they've gone they've done a real the hobbit and they got a single game and really nah, stretched no. it out to a whole thing. That's what I thought before. I, I don't know if anyone but now I'm now I'm realizing how big that game is. It has like 14 sequels, 12 prequels, and spin-offs, some <laughs> multiverse of madness bullshit. We're looking at a rebuild yeah, of Evangelion situation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is actually the clearest way anyone's ever described that to me. And now I understand <laughs> very well. Fair <laughs> call. So we're getting Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Winter 2023. So, I hate when they do that. Can they just say quarter or month? Because different places have different seasons. But anyway. It's December. Um, Probably March. 
Probably it, March 24th. Yeah, yeah, probably March. It's it's yeah. not coming out. If it comes out in December, that's like two big Final Fantasies in one year. I I would be shocked. Yeah, yeah no I way. I might die from penis okay. explosion. <laughs> that does happen. It <laughs> does happen. Oh. <laughs> All right. Just recently <laughs> out of the hospital <laughs> <laughs> from penis explosion. That's why Joel couldn't be on the podcast today. Tip <laughs> 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 of the dick. Gone. Gone. Eight inches left. Um, <laughs> Kyron, before I talk too much about your co-host penis, um, tell us about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. You're very, very excited for Remake. What are you excited about Rebirth? Uh, well, what's got me excited about Rebirth is Remake, honestly. Um, so we spoke a lot about Crisis Core Descent, and I, I'm i still shocked that they pulled off re- Remake so well. I I remember when they first said, they're like, look, it's only going to cover the Midgar sections of the game. I was like, Are you, that's like maybe eight hours of seven if you like stretch it. For context, how how long is seven? Ooh, like, like, the original? Depends how long is it? Like string? maybe 50 hours, 60 hours. So, okay, may I rephrase that? What percentage of the original game is Midgar? Oh, maybe like, five or 10%. Hours. It's not much. Oh, oh, so this could have easily been like a five part. Yeah, series of games. That's what people oh, were expecting. Exactly. I think. Yeah, like up to okay. up to like five parts, quite easily. But it's good to know it's a trilogy. That's actually like it's going to be three parts, like how the original game was three discs. That's kind of fitting. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But um, yeah. <laughs> so what I bloody thought it looks like more like a trilogy. You know what I mean? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I so I really don't know how to say why I'm so excited about Rebirth without spoiling all of remake. Honestly, it's just. I watched that. There's a very short like trailer they put up for it, which doesn't tell you much, but there's enough in there. I think if you played remake, and especially if you played seven, where you're like, you're rubbing your hands together, being like, I, I need to know more. <laughs> tell me more. Right, you know what? When there were very short, spoiler heavy, little break here. Okay, I've- so if you haven't played Final Fantasy seven. A game that's been out for 4,000 years. It's on everything at the moment. <laughs> it's on everything. It is on really, everything. There's no excuse to not have played it coming from somebody who has not played it. There's no <laughs> I'm, I'm not hearing we're taking the limiters off. <laughs> the <laughs> limiters are off. We've got a few minutes. So heads up. Oh, full spoiler oh. warning right now. And we'll oh, tag I'm so excited. In, in I the want to uh, Kyron, please. <laughs> so in three, two, one. Okay, so yeah, obviously things went full off the rails, Kingdom Hearts level of bullshit at the end of Remake, right? Mm-hmm. Where it seems to be heavily implied that maybe, I feel like Square is teasing people that maybe we can change how Seven's going to play out, and that's enticing. Yeah. I don't think we will change that much. I think they're being very clever about it, though. Um, I guess we're full spoilers, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> full spoilers. They go so for two it. Things, Give me some context. Two yeah. things, like the Crisis Core announcement, is so interesting because obviously. The entire revelation with Zack in Seven is such a large part of Cloud's character. And everyone's going to know that going into Rebirth. And I think dialogue, like, Cloud mentioned Zack in the trailer at some point. Mm. Which he, do- he doesn't, Zack's name doesn't come up until, like, the end of Seven. Yeah, so it's, it's. We're going into Rebirth with Zack as knowledge. Doesn't he go with the, isn't the line is like, he's kind of acknowledged, he's like, I know you, but I can't, like, who are you? Like yeah, and yeah, that's more than we've ever gotten at that part of the game, which is very interesting. And and if okay, I don't know. It's it's impossible to speculate where rebirth would end, but then there's of course the um the air of question mark and what's yeah. going to happen with air of because obviously that is such a big deal in the original seven. I would be 
shocked if they change it, but maybe they will. I kind of hope they don't, even though I love Aerith. She's my favorite character. <laughs> so obviously heading to heartbreak right there. It's it's tough because part of me is like, yeah, they like they have opened the door to there being genuine changes. Yeah, they have. And that could very like that's one of the things that people always talk about, always speculate about, is what if Aerith didn't die? And that would be an interesting avenue to explore, but would it change enough about the game that it no longer is a retelling of Final Fantasy VII and it diverges, like it goes down this alternate timeline and everything starts to shift? Because it's already implying that, hey, a few things are changing, but not everything. So there's... I know there's there's enough questions that I'm like look, I just want to I just want to get my hands on the game this, yeah I figure out what the fuck <laughs> those is happening son of sons of bitches because you know what when they when they announce they go you know what everybody you're getting your remake it's Final Fantasy VII remake and it comes out so yeah clever. and then you finish remake and you're like it's not a fucking description it's the title. It's exactly. like it's yeah. it's remake like it's remaking that whole timeline, and I think Rebirth is so disc two of OG Final Fantasy seven. That shit is where all like the real like heavy stuff of Final Fantasy seven happens, like all the worst stuff that happens. So I wouldn't be surprised if Rebirth ends with the characters at their lowest because it's kind of like three act structure. You know, it's. That's got to have yeah, somewhere to go from there. I, it feels like that's the way. Yeah, it's and you know, disc three was just a wrap up disc, so it was kind of like you know, you 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 do the stuff, you go to North Crater, you finish off your side quests and things like that. So there's like all they've shown in the trailer is obviously the calm flashback or equivalent of like it's Sephiroth and Cloud going to the reactor in Nibelheim, and. Yeah, wait, so what was that about? Because these guys aren't buddies. No, so, Again, so, asking the dumb <laughs> questions here. Why are they hanging out? In, in FF7, like when you leave Midgar... Play Crisis Core, um, you'll know. Yeah, play Crisis yeah. Core. <laughs> the, the, the original UMD, sir. The characters go to a town called Khan where they basically sit down with Cloud and they're like, fuck, man, what happened? <laughs> we, need, we want you to... What happened in the past? And Cloud basically gives them a rundown of the, um, of the, the Nebel reactor incident where him and Sephiroth go along to investigate it and from there on you're just like you, you take that story like cool well cloud why would cloud lie to me but even in this trailer they're playing up that like what is fact and what is fiction and i'm just like mm. i'm pulling my yeah. hair out because i want to play this game there's a mind fuck going on here that i expected so you brought that up, is genuinely. Um, so it, it's in the original the big death is with Aerith, right she gets that yes she does that's, that's yes. heartbreaking <laughs> yeah. how would you guys feel if they do tweak that because i'm i'm a big fan of retelling stories with with tweaks in it like i'm i'm stoked for one that the last of us tv show isn't following the last of us game because if i want that story i'll play the game if you want the final fantasy 7 story most people have already enjoyed it the ones who want to enjoy it have enjoyed it um and it's not well i mean here's the wrinkle i guess that we have where that is definitely on the table because it's also implied that another timeline now exists where zach lives So yeah, yeah. we now have potentially two timelines of this of this story continuing, and who well, knows where they're gonna. Can I give intercept? you three three possible scenarios for this, which I could see playing out? Okay, a heap of th- it, it, it's the the game as you guys know and love it, but Aerith lives. Nah, I think then she does. there is a bunch of things change, and you th- 
think that she's going to live. So that's what but I that's think like is going to happen. That's like the one constant, that's you know, Doctor well. Strange style, that one constant always is going to happen. Or she lives... And then something worse happens. Yeah, and I think Aerith so at you some find, point realizes that-, that she probably has to die because she's got to return yeah. to the live stream to actually fix all this shit. But I, I also, also have, I'm, I think Jesse's last, the option three is where my brain was at most, where it's, she mm. recognizes that it needs to happen, goes to make it happen, and yeah. then Cloud or somebody intervenes and changes that. And then it gets shit gets worse somehow because I'm really expecting to be like in tears by the end of rebirth. (laughs) What about the the guy played by the uh, yeah dude who plays Badger in Breaking Bad? What happens if he dies instead? (laughs) I don't want the character's name. I met him. I met him in the demo. I'm like, all right, you got like a spanner. You're you're Badger. All right. Well, that was actually something I just I wanted to bring up is the fact that. As it stands, Seven Remake has already kept some characters alive. We've got yeah, Biggs and, and Wedge still being alive and well, heavily implied that Jessie's still alive, which, side note, I hope she is best because wife I we'll love her. We're going to run into her for some reason. Yeah, best wife. We're, yeah. we're messing with the timelines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, make the, make the gold saucer be run by, I don't know. No, they need to have, they need to have Dio in his Speedos. They need, they need to have big muscle man in his speedos at the gold saucer. Um, I I definitely think that it's going to be very different in a lot of ways, but they're going to spend most of the game setting you up to go through as normal with these little little differences, and that's that's probably what's going to break me because it's going to lull me into a false sense of security, even though they're mm. constantly hinting at, well, it's well, different now, and Zach goes... Like, at the end of... um, We've still got Sephiroth and the whole, you know, four seconds. What's 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 that, like, what's that about? Know. He knows, so he knows. Aerith knows something's up. You get to, we're going to get to play as Red Thirteen, which is going to be fucking sick. Players, if this if this yeah. covers all that time, we're going to get everyone. Well, that's the thing. Where and that's where exciting. do you guys think they're going <laughs> to yeah. end it? Like in comparison to you know, disc two ends with um, after the North that- Crater and the weapons come out. I think the Forgotten City could be a good place to end it. Like again, at the part where where initially the air of death, death scene happens, whatever it happens here, yeah, who so knows? But I think that's just a good spot one, to sort of wrap kind it. Of areas, yeah. There's still so much to cover. I know. Through. I'm just <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm, it's going to have to be drastically different towards the end, and then wrap up in part three. I think that's yeah. Keelan, this is how um Simon feels when we talk about Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I just found the <laughs> Scarlet, the, the Lake of Rocks, our, our so, uh, you know, we can talk about that later if you guys want. Love Elden Ring. I'll talk about Elden Ring for hours. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> we, can, we can do it like another podcast for hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move into our, our next topic, I, I want a one word answer from, from each of you. I'll go, I'll go around the room. Um, we've had Remake. We've had Rebirth. We're well, getting Rebirth. The third game has to follow that naming convention. Come on. I wanted to know your suggestion. They took they took my pick. Final, like Square themselves took it. I thought it was for what? sure going to be reunion, but yeah. Crisis Course just like taking that and gone. No, that's mine. I'm like, but that okay. Yeah, all right. I don't know that one. Oh, so right, sure. We'll leave you to last. Okay, we'll leave you to last. You got a second to, to think about it. Simon. What is Final Fantasy VII Part Three R called? 
re engine. <laughs> I made the oh. joke earlier. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> God, damn. reach for the moon. He said, "Gonna reach for the moon." <laughs> yes, Dude, back clocking. to basics. <laughs> <laughs> Clocky, what are you my, thinking? Look, my my serious answer is difficult because it's already been done by Evangelion, but re redo or redone or some kind of like that in that <laughs> realm of. But you know, re- I had like re rewritten, yeah, like re- bouncing about my head. Rebirth so like, oh, kind of covers the one that, I'm but is like, yeah, yeah. That's I the know, thing, though. That, that's because we've got remake and rebirth. I was thinking like regeneration or yeah, something. Like revive, that. and you got to bring back Aerith. That's mm. all of that's revive. all of part three. Keelan, what about you? I got I got two. Relapse or regurgitate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one I like more, to be honest. Can't wait to go and pick up my copy of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Relapse. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be two versions like Pokemon. Yeah, yeah Relapse and Regurgitate. Aerith dive in one, Aerith live every, the other one. Every single physical copy has been sucked on by Nomura himself with just like like a dump, oh, like, a pa- like a pacifier, and then he... <laughs> right. I mean, look, that's a, that's a lot to process. That is, that's a Nomura <laughs> thing to do. That is honourable. Very yeah. much up his alley. Who were they like, talking about, Jesse? I, I don't know, but I'm scared that Simon's about to like go and discover like the dark arts to turn himself into a game cover. Um, no, <laughs> no, 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 Arts guy. No more. No more yeah. is Whatever. to me what Yoshi <laughs> P is to Simon. <laughs> but I, uh, Kyron, what's your um, with your guess for the third one. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with something like Regeneration. I feel like there's a trend in the names. They seem to be mm. players on the same idea and I, I would be surprised if the third one didn't stick to it. But yeah, I don't, it's so, I don't know. Reunion was the one I was so sure. Reunion I was, would have been the best. Even when I played Remake, I'm like, Reunion's got to be here somewhere and they just took it for Crisis Core and I was just stunned. Reunion would have been the best as well, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the whole theme of, the, of Sephiroth's Plot, Geneva's they, plot. They yeah. rebusted yeah. too early. I want to say, I want to say, Revengeance, <laughs> because that was just making me chuckle. But, but I'm going to say, with Metal, Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> yeah. Cut at will. Oh, Rising doesn't start with R. Doesn't start with R. Resin. Resin. Um, no, I, I, I can only call Resurrection. Yeah, oh, Rising. Yeah. Rising. It's a fine one. This one. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, really good. <laughs> this one, thumbs up. Thinking of thumbs up, Final Fantasy XVI has piqued my interest. Good. Um, we got a bunch of new news about Final Fantasy XVI, which, look, Final Fantasy as a, as a franchise never interested me because when I first sort of started playing video games um, and I saw fun- people enjoying FF, a lot of menu-based combat, which did not like didn't interest me at all and that sort of bad first impression i've never jumped onto it but my partner's a massive final fantasy fan i watched her play a few of the games and i've seen that over the last few iterations (laughs) yeah um (laughs) she doesn't have this sultry lispy voice like me Okay, she doesn't drink three liters of rice. Her day, she doesn't have energy. Stamina, energy man. She doesn't have the stamina to keep up. I've got her outside. She's stomping on grapes. Black currant. Whatever, mate. Confirm. <laughs> Jesse does not love Do we know that if you were a KG? real Ribena fan, but you're not. You're a fake fan. You secretly hate it. We know. I was just Part three, Ribena. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
make it happen. The more I was no. listening, he's writing it down. <laughs> For another show. Um, I've, seen, I've seen the combat change every time. It's become a little bit more free-flowing. Uh, and I, I played a little bit of 7. Like the combat in that. I didn't mind the combat in 15. I liked that big car. I liked all the, the cup middle. That was fun. 15 but gets a raw 16, deal. 16 goes back to medieval times. And looks, the, the combat looks really, really different and very, very cinematic. And just... Maybe it's also Simon's hype factor, and I guess oh. that I've, I've gone to come to know you guys between the release of 15 and 16. Um, some of that hype is definitely catching on to me a little bit. But the producer of the game, Naoki Yoshida, has done a shit ton of interviews. Good work, because I wouldn't bother. <laughs> the floodgates are open um, for that. They don't have enough right beaner to get you With to do bunch this of news. number of interviews, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> now I need that brain tonic drink that I drank yeah. a few episodes ago. I had oh, to get a weed out. I thought, I thought I was going to black out. I'm glad. You um, <sighs> yeah, so we got a bunch of new news. Now we are going to get a new trailer in the next. I think it's in September. We need a new trailer, which will be more story based and will go into a bit more about the icons and things like that. Yeah, it's going to be Tokyo Game Show for sure. Till then, I have. Four pieces, four major bits of news I like to discuss. Now I've just got these from IGN. Um, first up, Final Fantasy 16 will have a form of party-based combat with AI characters. Um, you should also discuss how icons. Final Fantasy 16's versions of summons will figure into the gameplay. Quote, we didn't want to overwhelm users in our newest trailer, so we focused solely on Clive's battles. That said, for most of his journey, Clive will be accompanied by one or more companions. These companions will participate in battle as well as trade banter with Clive. That said, the party members will be AI-driven so as to allow players to focus solely on controlling Clive. Simon, how do you feel about that? Uh, good, actually, um, because th- there was another interview that he did. I've looked at pretty much all of the interview news I could. Uh, special shout out to Mr. Happy on YouTube for compiling as much of that information as humanly possible. There's like six videos. I watched. Mr. Happy, you legally have to quote. You have to drop our names on your podcast on your show now. <laughs> legally, legally. I, w- I would be very happy if he did. I'm a big fan of his work. Friend of the um, show. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> Love him. Um, but yeah, so... Um, uh, sorry, you mentioned Final <laughs> Fantasy with, with Simon and he just goes so hard into simp mode for anyone and anything associated with I was hoping that you just end with, you put up Final Fantasy and then end the sentence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we wa- we wasted the first going. half hour without bringing... <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, see, Simon, for, for years, years, Simon's like, oh, we should do more Final Fantasy, like, focus episodes. We should do more Final Fantasy content. I finally give him a Final Fantasy episode. I bring on people, and he's like, I want to tell you about this YouTuber I like. Well, <laughs> hang on. I was, was just, I was just giving credit where credit was due, all right? Yeah, fair enough. Well, well, <laughs> to be I'll fair, I'll you I'll did I'll plow into the side of him in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> And he had the green light. He he was on. He he was making. Baby, I'm full of Ribena. Get the fuck out the way. (laughs) Are you sure it's Ribena? Are you sure those black laced with black currants won't swash themselves? A little bit of crack in there. Thank you very much, Simon. You have the floor. So, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So he. um, So in in a couple of the other interviews, Yoshi P has talked about um, basically the whole point being that you get to focus on Clive. Clive is 
a character in his own right. He is a person. Final Fantasy XIV and a few of the other games, you know, you create your character or you just get you get to project onto your character. But Clive has understandable motivations and preset drives. And basically, he's coming at this wanting to capture the feeling of playing the lead character in an epic movie. And giving us a character that already has these motivations and stuff set up is a really good way of doing it. Have the revolving door party system with, you know, different people that come and go and stuff is, again, a really good way to sort of flesh this out and really add to this. And I'm very excited for the way that this is going. Like, this this feels good to me. The biggest issue that I think they will have is going to be if they can get you to grip with the characters, because that was, I think, a problem that maybe some people had with 15, which, you know, I didn't... Like, people just didn't really like Noctis or... <laughs> Kyron Faith. Well, they like, people just didn't really dig Noctis and they didn't love Prompter and things like... And there was a lot of stuff going on there. So I think if they're going to focus on Clive, you got to make me care about a man named Clive. I mean... <laughs> yes, that's fair. But are we taking the right steps, though? Because haven't they... They have said that they're putting the, like... Try to put it in the, in the right words. The story will be in the game, not like in Fifteen, where yes. if you really wanted to appreciate the boy Ugh. gang, you had to like go and watch the supplementary stuff a lot. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> a lot of extra work. If you wanted to fully understand Fifteen, you had to watch an anime, a yep. full movie, yep. and then read a book as and well. There's also I all those DLC episodes they did after the yeah, game. Then came there's out. all the DLC, which yeah, like that was a mess. Whereas again, as you've said, like. Yoshi P has gone, no, no, everything will be in the game. You won't have to buy a law book. Also, he said, and this is on record and it did make me laugh, um, was they don't want to release it in parts. They want to release it all at once and soon, not wait forever to release it. Yeah, they've, Which, I feel they've like announced a- it ridiculously <laughs> early. They still did the same thing Square Enix always do, which is announcing shit way too early. Square Enix going to Square Enix. Square, it's one constant. I, it's- <laughs> is the, the, the context is that it's a Square Enix game. So even yeah. though it's been about five years, that is pretty short for them. That, they've done the, well the Square. They're getting yeah. better. They are getting better. I'm sure I'm really a question real quickly. So in your regular Final Fantasy games, you have summons. You can swap between characters. Can every character summon? Or is there only one character Depends you can swap between characters to summon? <laughs> Yep. So okay, so yeah. it, it kind of it kind of okay. Sometimes it's like a summon a role. Other times they're just like things you chuck on characters. Yeah, it looks like in sixteen that rather than summons, you have these icons, and you become the icon. Attack on Titan, baby. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> big like kaiju battles. It looks pretty sick, but I guess that makes a lot of sense that you can't swap between other characters. You focus solely on Clive because he's the one who can solely turn into an icon. Watching the trailer, I think I saw a lot of, in some of the battle, there was a lot of him switching between different attacks and some different weapons. Like It was really fast yes. flying. And not not as a direct comparison, but it kind of reminded me a bit. Like it looked like it kind of had like Final Fantasy re- like remakes sort of stagger system, um, some where you kind of build up yeah, the bar yeah. and then you do massive damage after that. But then also combined with a little bit of a right under me of Final Fantasy thirteen, when you have your summons and you know you ride the giant Odin horse, but he's got you know lightning <laughs> has the big you know halberd and then 
Snow gets on his motorcycles or whatever. But it reminded me of that kind of thing where, or De- Devil May Cry is probably there. You go a better, more relatable and less laughed well, at comparison where you're switching, you're yeah, switching between DMC man, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, switching between all those different weapons um, during those massive combos. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's so good that, uh, like I mentioned before, the the combat never really grabbed me. The combat used to be the weakest thing, personally, for Final Fantasy. It's become the strongest. The combat in this game looks insane. It is so well, cinematic. And it, it, the game, I, I can't remember the last game that had such an epic feel to it. This feels like a, episode nine of a good season of Game of Thrones. Like It, <laughs> it just has this scope to it. And I really like that they, they want to have a very epic, big, tail in this game but i like that it all kind of kind of within the game because i know look you guys confuse the shit out of me with final fantasy 7 i didn't know there was that many parts and spin-offs and bits and bobs um what's so difficult to understand the uh, old man wants to go to space (laughs) and then he becomes a pilot (laughs) because he's not allowed to go to space what you can't you can't follow before Crisis and Crisis Core and Advent Children and Dirge of Cerberus and Final Fantasy VII and remake and Rebirth. <laughs> yeah, get your Sony Ericsson, get, get your Sony Ericsson out and play that Turks pregame. Yeah, oh, exactly. I think um, this new trailer for sixteen looks a lot better than the last one as well. Like so so gorgeous. I have a fun little fact about that. Um, that was actually. So that first trailer was originally based off of the version that they were creating for the PS4. So that was originally a PS4 version of the game. And then this new trailer was obviously for the PS5 and fully revamped and stuff like that, which is why it looks so much better. Have they dumped the last-gen version? Yeah. Oh, they have? Okay. Unchanged. It's unchanged now. It's free. Yeah. (laughs) Seven seven, um, Rebirth seems to have also cut the PS4 loose as well. yeah. Yeah. Dead Yeah. I'm on a fence Boo. about it. Get a PS5. <laughs> Look, if the PS5 was more readily available that, I mean, for people. Yeah, absolutely. That yes, part I do agree fine, with but I, It'll I, be more readily uh, available by the time uh, either of these games are coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> uh, you know, like, seven years' time. 2028 does look a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come to PC um, too. It's all good. Don't worry. It'll be yeah. broken for the first eventually. six months, though. So. <laughs> eventually. Oh, yeah. But it'll be there. <laughs> Yeah. The models will fix it. Moving on to the next big revelation. Ooh, Final Fantasy VII Revelation. Ah, Revelations. Assassin's Creed did it. Yeah. Yeah. And the the Matrix. (laughs) Um, Final Fantasy XVI won't be following in the footsteps of its predecessor and won't be offering a true open world. Instead, it will divide up its regions into more contained areas while still taking inspiration for the other AAA games, Yushia said. Quote, to bring a story that feels like it spans an entire globe and beyond, we decided to avoid an open world design that limits us to a single open world space and instead focuses on an independent area-based game design that can give players a better feel of a truly, quote, global scale, he explained. And also, if you don't make uh, an open world, you don't have to fill it with shit. So <laughs> it's a great, it's exactly. a great move. I just picture, I picture FF12. That's what I picture when I think of how this game will look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just these um, huge zones, but they're all connected. Yeah. Yeah, I also think a, a good comparison for someone who might not have played Final Fantasy XII would probably be like Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, yes, where, yeah, absolutely. Again, huge, massive areas, which in and of themselves feel open and you can tackle them as quickly as you want or as little as you want. Um, and 
then it connects quite naturally to the next section, but they are all confined sections. Yeah. I, I think this is genuinely a really good move because everyone's getting pretty sick and tired of open world games at this point. Like they're, they're done. Yep. We, we have had our share and it's hard to innovate on an open world. It's really hard to make an open world very interesting, especially if it is meant to be of such a big scale um, and populating that naturally with interesting sites and people and towns and stuff. It's not going to feel great. I feel like Elden Ring did it, but the damage for gamers was done. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sick of open world games. That's why I'm excited for Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I just want a simple game where my dumb lizard brain can enjoy rather than thinking about, oh, I need to collect these berries in this area. But The thing that interests yeah. me about that quote, though, is that he says he wants it to have a, a global feel. So how one how big is this story and do we think that these areas will be actually be connected or it really is like sort of a you go to a certain point and you sort of travel to a completely different location keep thinking ff12 that's what i keep thinking of like because that that spans across a pretty large continent like it, it's huge and sometimes you'll go to another area and you're like oh they're just they're not connected but you'll come back through it and it will loop up again and it's just i don't know i I like FF12, and that's what I hope the world looks like. <laughs> but I, yeah, hope. I, I think, I think, yeah, like that's a pretty good example. And also, I, I genuinely think it's much easier to fake the feeling of scale if you do segmented areas, mm. because you can you can make a large area, make it grandiose, and then you don't have to worry about how that translates in relation to the next part of the map that you're going to go to like that's it's separate there is that separation in your brain you go okay yeah cool that's a different part i've traveled through a little cave or something and reached this next area i've you know gone down that mountainside and reached this next area and things like Tomb that Raider remakes that, that really well the two oh, you know like i was literally just thinking that but in together. the sense of i was thinking man i can't wait for clive to have to shimmy through a small gap to cover a load screen <laughs> The PS5 Ooh. is free to see that. I played Seven Remake on the PS4. So, I, <laughs> Jimmy you know, you know what? Like, I just genuinely like this. This might be me. I don't care for open world that much anyway. So hearing this was like a breath of fresh air because I'm like, I, I don't care if you go. Oh yeah, here, hang out in this one city that's under siege because this is the area of the story. Just make me care about it. And it seems like they're putting all their focus mm. into, okay, we're going to build these areas that are going to make sense and they're going to have stuff for you to do in them that you can explore, but you don't have to, like... If if another if I hear another trailer or I hear somebody bring out a game and they're like, you know what? You can get in your fucking spaceship and you can fly from one planet to another seamlessly. I don't want to fucking do that. You fucking hear us, Todd? You yeah, fucking you hear listening? us, Todd? But, like... <laughs> I don't want to do it. Like he's not listening. Maybe like this is this literally just personally me. I just I don't want to do that. I don't. No, just get me to the stuff that get me to the stuff that I can. If you say okay, here's a quest. There's a far like like The Witcher. I think The Witcher is a really good example of a large open world that kind of does it well. You can travel wherever, but if they're like go to this town. All right, there's a fucking monster like 20 k's down the road. You're like okay, cool. It's a little bit far, but whatever. But it gives you some stuff to do on the way that doesn't make it like okay, well, I'll get on my horse and then I'll ride for five minutes and then do the thing and then I have to ride five minutes back doing absolutely shit all. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think Horizon, yeah. I think Forbidden West did that a bit this year. I, 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 start, I still need to go back and finish that game. Breath of the Wild but I did find those for me. <laughs> big, tedious areas between it. So you say Elden Ring saved it for well, you? Well, Elden Ring re, like, re-saved it, but Breath of the Wild originally saved it for me. Just like making an open world, but it was actually interesting to explore. I felt like I was being yeah. rewarded. And so many times open world games just true. miss a point. Or they do that for Ubisoft way where you get, you're like, cool, I'm in this open world. I wonder if it's interesting. And you open your map and it's already just a cluttered mess. And you're like, nope, I'm not. Assassin's Creed games. No, no. Valhalla killed it for me. Oh, Valhalla. When I put yeah. 120 hours in that game. I finished that. And I think I did oh. 4% of it. How? There is not enough time. Between when that little fucking shrimpy boy walked out of the river and became a man to now, there has not been enough time for you to finish Valhalla. You get that dirty line of email. That game is ridiculous. I played it for like long. four months, but I, I got there. It changed me. <laughs> was it Was it worth it? I, I don't know, honestly. Oh, I don't no. know. <laughs> oh, dear. No, like, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't disagree that, you know, it can't be done. But I think it's it's more of a thing now where it's like they think as far as we'll make this open world, it's really gorgeous, and then forget to actually do something with it. And I think probably the comments are mm. probably directly related to some of the criticisms about Final Fantasy Fifteen, where it was, oh, you yeah. know, oh, yes. there was a yes. lot of there was a lot of really cool, gorgeous world, not a whole lot to do in there. Um, yeah. They, they had to yeah, do I think car. It almost feels like, around, a, like there was nothing else to do. A lot of information from these early interviews almost feels like it's like, hey, we're not we're not doing fifteen again. And I kind of am like, okay. Right. Yeah. I'm listening. I think for me, a game and this is I mean this is probably a discussion for another episode, and we'll we'll do it. We'll do a, a full episode, I think, on this one day. A game needs to either be full of stuff or purposefully empty. So <laughs> Death Stranding's map worked for me because it was meant to be empty. Um, out of war. Sorry, I was. World, out of war. I picture someone just like the little god finger with like the little man and just drop him in like literally like a like a like a unity box that's just all like one grass texture. Off you go. Oh, it's, it's my dream to live in that little unity box. Give me some good little fresh grass. I think I can like build highways and like complex zipline systems and all that. That's why I love Death Stranding. Yeah, and, meet, and you can meet Jeff Keighley yeah. in a warehouse. Hell yeah, yeah. it's this ghost. <laughs> Great. Now let's move on to the next point. Final Fantasy 16's puppy has a name. Uh, remember the pup from Final Fantasy 16's very first trailer? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I did. Uh, Yoshida revealed his name while teasing that he may have a much bigger role to play in the gameplay. Pope. Well, let's just say he's more wolf than dog, and his name is Toggle. As for Togo. him being part of, uh, sorry, being a party member, you'll just have to wait and see. We'll have more info on parties. That sounds like. So clearly, Toggle has more because if he didn't, that sounds like Angelo Cannon confirmed. It's kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> Fire him from your fucking <laughs> wrist rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Angelo's a good boy. Best I don't hear anything against him. I lo- Jesse seems visibly confused. <laughs> yeah. I'm very confused. But to be fair, to be fair, been confused about 70% of this podcast. The other 30% have been talking about Robina. Um <laughs> Toggle is a very, very cute dog, but how do you think clearly it's gonna have you know, it will transform It's an icon or something like that. I'm picturing it transforming into that wolf dog thing from Digimon. Um how do you think it will incorporate itself into your 
into your Well, I think they're going to do what Tony Hawk Underground did where you could take a photo of yourself and put it on there, but you can take a photo of your dog (laughs) and put it on the dog. (laughs) Honestly, not the comparison I was expecting. (laughs) No, no. Sorry, I wanted to to ruin ruin it before. I'm visibly stunned for the second time. I wanted to ruin it before the two two much better people can talk about it, Kyron and Simon. (laughs) See, actually, of, of everything Where I said about they? 15, I, I think it's going to be most hyped. <laughs> Where are these two better people you speak of? Yeah. Oh, you're right there. You're right there, buddy. One below you, one above me. Keelan oh. <laughs> and Jesse. Thanks, man. <laughs> Kyron, what do you think about this little dog wolf? Oh, I mean, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they give him some sort of like um, icon, like sort of. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the direction they go with the dog. Just because. Again, I, I always am just making connections to things I play, but one of my favorite, like, so since we're being weebs, I'm just going to talk a little bit about Persona 3, which is a game I fucking love. <laughs> Wasn't um, where I thought you were going be- when you said weebs. I was thinking of, um, <laughs> can I talk about Tony Hawk no, Underground too? I was thinking of Jojo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I could talk about Jojo, oh, but I mean, technically this is almost like Jojo because <laughs> it's a whole thing. But um, yeah, there's a, a dog party member in Persona 3 that has a sort of a persona of its own. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go the route where this dog has like an icon power of some sort. Is it almost annoyingly predictable though? Like, yeah, you have this I mean, cute dog, but it's not quite a dog. What could it be? It's like, okay, that has a power. They're very clearly the like wink, wink, winking, like, nudge, clearly. nudging at it already. <laughs> well, I have heard a theory that I quite like, and that is it's Fenrir. He goes Fenrir. Be cool. And I think that that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. That would be, like, I'm happy with that. For, for those of us I who also- don't understand that, Simon. <laughs> Fenrir is a recurring wolf, Final Fantasy summon big, normally ice-aspected wolf. Um, and super fucking cool. Based on like, the mythology is going to be the, the summer of Fenrir, because Fenrir will also be in God of War Ragnarok. Yes. So, you know, this is going to be like that summer where we're dealing with like Twilight vampires, like everything with vampires. Baby, next year, everything Fenrir. It was also, <laughs> big wolf Fen- Fenrir was also the name of Cloud's motorcycle in FF7. Well, that Just is true. Yep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Will it be? Oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a big prediction here. You'll have to kill your dog eventually oh, in this game. No, I don't. Do because it nah. will become Fenrir. No, and no, no, they've already said no, the only the way that no. you get icons, some like become icons, is you have to defeat them first. If this dog becomes Fenrir, I let my dog maul me. <laughs> yeah, same. Roll credits. Right. I mean, unless you can like uh, uh, look. If there's other ways to defeat them, I'll, I'll I'll take that. But I think you have to fight your dog at least. I mean, yeah, maybe like, like you might have to fight him to get him under control, and then that's it, and that's problem sorted. But I don't think you have to kill him. I also I also uh, quite like, like the end of Hades where you think you have to fight Cerberus and you don't. You give him a good pat because he's a good. I mean, boy. maybe who yeah, knows? Maybe Fenrir will be like a mount sort of thing that you can just ride around on. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Um, but I, I also quite like the idea that um, the dog is going to be a consistent party member um, throughout, hopefully, the majority of the game. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, the, Yoshi P has said that you'll have a few friends who will take part in battle. And it makes sense, I think, to have, at the very least, the dog be a consistent companion I think that would be good because obviously when we see him in the first trailer, he's still a little puppy. And of course, as Clive grows up, which we know is happening, 
that dog's going to grow up. Yeah, and maybe it'll be like a that. stark direwolf situation for the Song of Ice and Fire Game of Thrones fans. Just throwing that one out there. There are some of those left. They're still out there. Yeah. Well, there are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm excited for, for, this, for this dog right now. I, I, I completely forgot that this game seems to take place over quite a large period of time. Because uh, Clive becomes a man. Imagine, you can't have like a little kid named Clive. He has to become an adult eventually. Um, That's how aging the, works. <laughs> yes. You know, like, look, look, I don't want to get into the into the, the entomology of words again. But Why not? And I think like, we've, we've, we've definitely discussed the podcast before. <laughs> but happened. some names don't suit a baby. I agree 100%. Yeah. That's, a, that's an I, old man name. Exactly, Clive, an old man name. Clive. Clive, you grow. It's a name you grow into. Okay, when you're you meet a forty-five year old named Clive. All right, lovely bloke. Okay, you meet like a, a three, like a like a shitty twelve-year-old named Clive. Nah, unnatural. No, but, but, get him, get but, him off the plane. No, 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 no. Called, like I, Daenerys and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different other. <laughs> this is this is my baby, Bernard. No. Come on, give it a few years, maybe. <laughs> Bernard's an old man's so, name. So just, this is my baby, the baby Ethel. The baby's what do you mean? Just that that shall not be named until they grow into their name. <laughs> like the sword, like the sword of the stone, you pull your name from the bowl of all old people of old people names. <laughs> maybe. On your eighteenth <laughs> okay, birthday. No. no. N- names like Stephen with a PH. They should evolve. Okay. <laughs> Stephen. Maybe his name's Benny. Little Benny when he's when he's when he's old, old uh, you know, young. Becomes a Benjamin, becomes a Bernard. He evolves, okay? The names should evolve. Guys, I'm, I'm gonna be an old man named Jesse. That doesn't make any sense. Oh I'm I, sorry, I, I do you not think old man Jesse is gonna work for you on your porch with your shotgun? Yeah, like dude, <laughs> come on, that's right there. <laughs> it is, it's right there. It's <laughs> Touché. You're, you're gonna you're gonna move in to one like hand, Texas. right? Being at another, like you said. <laughs> Damn kids! They took all the they <laughs> took all the words away from me. <laughs> Protecting my great farm, Simon rides past like it's meant to be black currency ticket, blueberries or whatever. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Good old, old man Jesse. Uh, I spent this. thirty years. Fuck this old man Jesse says. <laughs> Fuck you, Simon. Sorry. I, I spent thirty years oh, growing no. my strawberries so that I could make my Ribena. And then, <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> they changed more Ribena once. Old man Jesse lives there. <laughs> he thinks he's <laughs> making <laughs> Ribena. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jesse, I'm imagining you spitting grape seeds into a steel tin beside your Ding! chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I got a banjo. I can't play for shit. It's going to be good. <laughs> See, right. old man Jesse. <laughs> Sold you on it. <laughs> All right, you've seen it, guys. You've saw me on the on the prospect of aging. Good work, <laughs> thanks, guys. We got him, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Mission accomplished. All right, sign it off. When you finish aging, we can finally play Final Fantasy sixteen. Shut her down. <laughs> I, have to, I have to live long enough to play part three of Final Fantasy seven. Um, moving on to the last bit of uh, news that was revealed. Final Fantasy 16 will have multiple different modes, which is good. They'll have a story mode, a video game podcast, a action mode, and a uh, what I'm calling a super du- duper difficulty mode. So obviously when you beat the game, you can replay it on a more difficult setting. I love this. I, I really like the games are 
one, scrapping the whole easy, medium, hard, like that terminology, because I think it's really shitty and it incites a lot of shitty opinions online. People are like, it's easy, man. Shut up. Shut up, internet people, I say. Um, That'll, story that'll show them. That'll show them. Yeah. That'll show them. That'll show them. That'll yeah. show them. Old man I'll Jesse has strawberry spoken. Seeds you. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry seeds? <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> um, no, I really like this. So you can, you can play through it. It sounds like they're really focusing on the narrative of this game. So I think it's going to be a really, really cool story. Um, so I, I like that the opening is up to as many people as possible. Yeah. Sure. Because um, this is something that um, they went into in more detail in a different interview where the... Um, the story focus mode will give you some benefits. You get a couple of accessories that you can equip, which will do things like auto dodge and, and things like that, like a few nice little benefits, um, which, yeah, you can obviously choose to use if you want. You don't have to. Those accessories do exist in the action focused mode, but they are items that you discover partway through the game. You have to find them, whereas you start with them in the story focus mode. And then after you beat the game, you get the super difficult mode, which has things like gear restrictions, a slightly altered UI as well. Like, that's cool. I'm quite interested. Like, obviously, it must be hiding something. Like, I'm going to guess some form of, like, MP bar or maybe even, like, your health that's going to obscure that a little bit and, you know, make things a bit harder. I keep I keep going back to the old the, the seven remake but that was one of my favorite things about seven remake like so you play seven remake on normal and you're like okay this was a really good time and then you unlock hard mode where you go through and you can't use any of your items at all and then it makes you really appreciate the combat that much more because you have to really be careful of how you, you um actually interact with it and that man it's exciting to think that 16 could do a similar thing that's mm-hmm. cool the older i get the la- the less that type of stuff inter- interests me because I'm like I barely have enough time to play a game through once. I play You're just a simple man who wants to sit here grow my strawberries. I don't have time for your fancy super difficulty, no item bullshit. Normally I wouldn't, but I made time for seven. Seven remake hard mode was the optimal way to play the game. It was so good. Like I finished it, I'm like I've got to play it again. I guess I'll do hard mode now, and yeah. That's the thing. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to have to replay Seven Remake on hard because I got to like the final chapter on PS4. Then I got my PS5 and carried on playing, and all of my I don't have any of the achievements anymore. Oh. So I'm like, oh. well, fuck. I guess I'm oh, gonna no, have to do it again. What a shame. You'll have to play. Oh a no! Real, what shame? Have to play oh. a really good game all over again. Oh, oh. awful. It's like. Awful. I, 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 double platinum so i've done recently uh, go back i couldn't think of anything worse to. really it would just <laughs> that would destroy me <laughs> well smallest violin for simon but we can use that, that that small violin to play us out because i think we're at the end of our final fantasy episode i am more confused than ever but i'm excited to play final fantasy 16 we'll get you to play remake we will and then we'll sit down and we'll talk about yeah. it. I have, a, I have a three-hour episode of a Dialogue Options podcast where we broke down 7 Remake. We'll do it to you as well. How about, how about next week I will stream some Remake. Do it. You guys are free to jump on and yell at me for playing it wrong or no wrong way. poorly no wrong or way. playing a no. different game instead. Well, okay, um, yeah, that, that yeah, I'll that, pull that, you That, that is on. playing yeah. it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know, guys. I'm just saying play, PlayStation Plus, you want to download it? Jack X. That's right. 
Jack and Dax got a car and a Queen's of the Stone Age soundtrack. So the only thing I won't stand for is disparaging Final Fantasy VII remake. (laughs) It's a fun (laughs) game for other people. I think I think objectively though, like even if you don't give a shit about the extended lore stuff, it's a genuinely good game. I really like the the demos. It is like combat. The demo was badass, and I bought it. I want to see. I just never played. I want to see the reaction. I would love to see Jesse's reaction to again as a, as a fan. It blew my mind because it was just it was so good to see. I want to see Jesse fighting the house. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. My God, that I fucking know. Oh, I know I house. It. And in hard mode, that was a nightmare. Oh my but God, like, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll plan something out. You guys can jump on board, and you can you can help me out, guide guide my way. But in the in the interim, let's uh, let's wrap this one up now. Uh, Karen, Clarky, absolute pleasure to have you both on board. I hope you had a fun time. But where can um, people find you, find folks? Karen, where can we find you? So you can find me on Twitter where I am at X. But if you want to find, you know, the podcast I'm on, I guess, with my my good friend and co-host Joel, we are just dialogue options. You can find us across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I assume almost all the podcast services that you would listen to podcasts on. So, yeah, that's where you'll find us. Clarky, you what about find yourself? me at Quantum JC on Twitter, doing hot girl shit or talking about Supercoach. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am also part of Jock Reynolds, so we do Supercoach, AFL, AFL Supercoach content. So you want to come talk footy? Come talk footy. If you want to come talk weep shit, I'm rewatching Haikyuu because I needed something that was low entry and just enjoyable as a low key watch. So come talk. Oh, I do want to cut out a little corner of this weeb episode to be like, hey. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 looking really oh. good. Uh, I haven't actually watched the full direct yet. I only watched I the trailer, to. but like it's looking really good. It's the first thing mm. I'm going to be watching. I'm, for, I'm a really Switch, for a Switch game. For a Switch game. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> for, right. for a Switch game. <laughs> Monolith are on a fucking different they are. level. I have to Holy imagine Monolith shit. makes a Switch game and just goes, I wish that they would make a new Switch. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would make yeah, this on anything this- else. Keelan, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but before I said. We're lowering the goat into Simon's pen. Be careful. Yes. You know, like in Jurassic Park, where that guy got his arm ripped off? Mm. Yeah, we just got nibbled. Okay. Mm. <laughs> We're going to be careful here. Wrap this one up. Mm, um, nom, nom, now, nom. you can catch the fantastic Jock Reynolds podcast and Dialogue Option podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcasting platforms. You can also catch the Story Mode video game podcast there. We talk a lot of shit. You should listen to it. <laughs> so subscribe, leave us a review. The reviews help us all of our shows. So please go leave us, leave, leave us some love. Also check out the other fan critical podcasts while you're there. They're reviewing all sorts of movies and TV shows and going to all sorts of Obi-Wan last episode premieres. Mm. Um, they did a really good wrap up on, on the Obi-Wan series, which was really good. Um, if you to keep up to date with your story, with your story mode gaming news. Yeah, sure. Why not? For to keep up to date with your gaming news, storymodegaming.com is the place to be, or you can follow us, and or you can follow us on social media at storymodeaus. Um, that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Of course, you can follow us on Twitch at storymodeaus, where we record these podcasts live every week. We also have a bunch of other streams. We play some Monster Hunter. We play some AFL Evolution. Play some Seven Remake. Play some Final Fantasy Seven Remake soon. Yeah, you will. Um, and of course, you can also follow us individually on twitter i'm at jesse spanner simon's at si421 and keelan's at elon musk direct all your complaints <laughs> to him 
But with that, that was a final fantastic episode. I'm glad you guys were on board. And that, that whole episode was built up to that one pun. Um, great work all around. Hope it was great. Thank you. Dear listeners, had, 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 a, had a blast. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy. Give us a tweet. Tell us, are you excited for this game or was it too, is it too, is it too fucking weird? Uh, maybe <laughs> I'll, re- I'll retweet those ones. But until then, stay safe, play some games, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Ah! No kissy kissy. <laughs>